0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Heads up, Richies. In today's episode, we discuss sexual assault. Please be advised. So, Arisha, for the most part, we usually get to keep it light around here. But Mm -hmm. there are those days when we have to talk about some pretty dark shit. And today's story, I gotta say, is extremely disturbing
1: yeah this is not going to be fun it's definitely though something
0: we have to talk about definitely now the last two weeks have been a whirlwind for rapper sean combs aka diddy he's been on the receiving end of some very serious allegations from his ex-girlfriend cassie who's a singer and to call these charges troubling i think would be an understatement such an understatement. These charges are just absolutely horrific. Yes. And just when Diddy
1: thought those accusations were resolved, he's now facing two brand new lawsuits from two women who are alleging he did some pretty despicable things to them in the past. From
0: Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. It's Tuesday, November 28th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Okay, well obviously this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. No. So
1: But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, yes. then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. Give me that,
0: give me that. So since Sean Combs, who now goes by Diddy, came on the scene in the early nineties, he's been a major power player in the music industry. He started his own record label. He eventually branched out into fashion, even some acting. But lately, it is not Diddy's career achievements making headlines. On November 16th, his ex-girlfriend Cassie filed a lawsuit against him with some truly horrific charges, including abuse and sexual assault. Now, Cassie dated Diddy on and off from 2007 to 2018, She was also signed as a singer with his label Bad Boy Records, and she alleges that during their time together, Diddy raped and beat her and would force her to engage in sexual acts with male sex workers while he watched and pleasured himself. And she also claims that he filmed these acts. This stuff is just so sick. It's disgusting. So, yeah, in Cassie's suit, which she filed
1: in a Manhattan federal district court, She also alleged that Diddy would regularly use intimidation tactics to scare her, including blowing up rapper Kid Cudi's car in response to a brief relationship he had with Cassie, which, for the record, Kid Cudi confirmed himself. He said this is all true, which is just, yeah, it's like TV
0: level stuff. Like, I never think that that actually happens where a car gets blown up. That's crazy to blow up someone else's car like that is uh, truly insane it's like i expect keying someone's car blowing up a car right like that's so
1: messed up um so in her suit cassie also alleged that she has suffered memory loss from copious drug use which she says she did to help disassociate from the abuse and she said she experienced suicidal ideation during her relationship with diddy Cassie asked for an unspecified amount in compensatory damages, and in a statement released after she filed her suit, she said, After years in silence and darkness, I am finally ready to tell my story and to speak up on behalf of myself and for the benefit of other women who face violence and abuse in their relationships. So in response to her statement, Ben Braffman, who's Diddy's lawyer, said Mr. Combs vehemently denies these offensive and outrageous allegations. For the past six months, Mr. Combs has been subjected to Cassie's persistent demand of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about their relationship, which was unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. Which, that i a, I'm not a lawyer, but I call bullshit. That seems like yeah. bullshit. Same. Um, Diddy's lawyer also called Cassie's lawsuit baseless and said she was just after a payday, which is just classic.
0: Yeah. I bet he did say that. Abuser
1: yeah. lawyer talk. Like,
0: oh, they're exactly. just after a
1: payday. Yeah. Shut up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Cassie's civil suit was brought under New York's Adult Survivors Act. It's a law that passed last year that gives victims of sexual abuse a one-year window to file cases in New York after any statutes of limitations expire. And the deadline to file ended on Thursday. And to be clear, this law doesn't, like, reopen the chance for criminal prosecution in jail time, but it does give survivors— the opportunity to file civil suits and seek financial compensation. And sometimes with cases like these, we'll see super long ongoing trials that play out for literally the world to see and comment on. But that was not the case with Cassie's lawsuit.
1: Yeah. So on November 17th, which was literally one day after Cassie filed the lawsuit, it was announced that she and Diddy settled the case out of court. Now, the amount of the settlement has not been disclosed. So Cassie released a statement after the settlement and she said, quote, I have decided to resolve this matter amicably on terms that I have some level of control. I want to thank my family, fans and lawyers for their unwavering support. And I totally get this control thing because in Me the too. 24 hours that that news was released, it was everywhere. And everyone, of I course, know. has their own comments. And of course, it's just
0: uh, they still have comments, of course. But I just feel like I totally get the control. First of all, stop Asking why people are coming forward when they're coming forward. Stop asking that question. Just stop. You sound like an idiot. I like, grow up. It pisses me off.: Yeah, it pisses me
1: off. <sighs> it,
0: it, it's one of those things where
1: it's like, everybody has had some trauma in their life at some point. Yeah, and yeah. you just hope and pray that your trauma is like, manageable and not absolutely yeah. devastating. But it's like, things come up later that have happened way before. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we are humans. We process things in different ways. We process things at different levels and different speeds. And it doesn't matter when somebody comes forward. This is their truth. This is what they're, that happened to them. And it's like, Mm -hmm. to say, why are you coming forward now? None of your business. Yeah. They're coming forward now because this is when they were ready to. Like, you can't even, Mm -hmm. like reading through some of the things that happened, like reading it makes me sick. Imagine living through it. Like, I know. She has had so much trauma in her life. And the last thing she needs is people being like,
0: well, why are you coming forward now? This is just for a
1: payday. Like, shut up.
0: Yeah. And like, do you understand how hard it is for people to come forward with idiots like this making constant comments about, yeah. like, it's just, and and to have this go to a trial with everyone weighing in and having to relive those moments again, like, that's not easy for someone Jew, I understand her not wanting this to go to a huge public trial. Like, yeah. I mean, look at obviously this is a very different case, but the case with
1: Gwyneth Paltrow and the the guy that ran over her or she ran over skiing. Like it's one yeah. of those things where that becomes this huge public spectacle. And that was funny and silly. Yeah. But it's like lawsuits, especially with celebrities, like I of course yeah. she wanted to not do that. Like, of course. Of course. Why would anyone want to do yeah. this? You have to relive this.
0: It's awful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, now, of course, Diddy released a statement of his own. He said, We have decided to resolve this matter amicably. I wish Cassie and her family all the best. Love. Oh. His attorney also commented, I know, times one billion, <sighs> times on. infinity. Um, yeah. Now, Diddy's attorney also commented on the settlement. He said, Just so we're clear, a decision to settle a lawsuit, especially in 2023, is in no way an admission of wrongdoing. I'm going to interject here and be like, Bullshit. <laughs> um the lawyer also said Mr. Combs's decision to settle the lawsuit does not in any way undermine his flat-out denial of the claims. He is happy they got to a mutual settlement and wishes Cassie the best. Yeah. Listen. Did he wish her the best when he was beating the shit out of her? Yeah. I was gonna say, if I had if I was accused of things like this and I didn't do it, I would defend my name till death. So the very fact yeah. that he's like, I'm gonna pay this out.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But walks like a duck and talks like a duck.
0: Um, so Even though this lawsuit was settled, it looks like Diddy's legal troubles are far from over. Last week, he was slapped with two more lawsuits on the same day, which just so happened to be the deadline for filing under the Adult Survivors Act. And one lawsuit was filed by a woman identified only as Jane Doe. And in her suit, she accuses both Diddy and singer-songwriter Aaron Hall of raping her and a friend at Hall's apartment in the early 90s. Yeah, so Jane Doe claims that she and her friend met Diddy and Hall at an
1: MCA Records event and went to Hall's apartment afterwards. She alleges that once they got there, she was offered more alcohol and was, quote, coerced into having sex with Diddy. Now, she says she was shocked and traumatized immediately after Diddy's alleged assault, but she didn't have time to recover because she claims she was then assaulted by Hall. Jesus. I, I just, this stuff is just... It makes me sick to my stomach that Mm -hmm. this kind of thing happens and puts people in these horrible positions. Yeah. Um, Jane Doe says that she fled from the apartment, but she says she wasn't able to fully escape Diddy because, according to her suit, he showed up at her house a few days later. (sighs) And according to her, Diddy was looking for her friend because he was afraid she would tell the girl Diddy was with at the time. Jane Doe then alleges that he attacked her again, this time choking her until she passed out. Jesus. This man needs to be behind bars. I know. This man is so dangerous. Yeah, to
0: women. Like he does not deserve to be walking among society. No. And you know, I know we're always like, well, innocent until proven guilty, but I I like I'm sorry, but the like this lawsuit, we obviously can't get into all of it, but if you read through it, like it's
1: Yeah, read through it. really
0: disturbing and it's disgusting and you just got to trust your gut on things like this and I I don't yeah. think she's lying. Like, I—it's horrible. And I—I I hate it. Um. So the other lawsuit filed that same day was by Joy Dickerson Neal. She alleges that in 1991, Diddy drugged and sexually assaulted her while she was a student at Syracuse University after she reluctantly agreed to have dinner with him. So in her suit, Joy alleges that during their date, she went to the bathroom and left her drink unattended And it was at that point that she believes Diddy drugged her drink.
1: Yeah. So after drinking it, Joy says that she was unable to independently stand or walk and that after dinner, Diddy took her to a place he was staying to sexually assault her. She also alleges that Diddy recorded the sexual assault, which she says she learned about from a friend days after it happened. Her friend, Devante Swing, said he'd seen the recording. And when she asked him how many people had seen it, he said everyone, which is just its like what? All of this, all of this is just, yeah, abhorrent. Joy did file police reports in both New York and New Jersey. She also claimed she spoke to prosecutors who said she'd need witnesses to corroborate her story. But she said her potential witnesses were terrified that Diddy would retaliate against them and that they would lose future business and music opportunities if they made a statement. And that's something that I really uh, picked up in the lawsuit, like Mm -hmm. reading through Cassie's lawsuit. Just, I mean, like, Richie's think about it. Like Diddy, he's such a huge person in the entertainment industry. And like Mm -hmm. he has this power and it's awful. And like this kind of thing happens and has happened way more than we realize where somebody has that kind of leverage and people are scared. Like you have a dream and you get this idea that it's going to come true. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're in these
0: horrible situations and it's you just want out. And it's like, what do you do? I know. I mean there's there's so many stories about like people who worked for him like witnessing the abuse and not saying anything out of yeah. fear or like him paying a hotel to erase security footage of him hitting her. Like yeah. it's just yeah. it's crazy. And I like try to think about it. like if I were in those situations, you know, I I can't imagine I don't care like no career is worth that to me and I just like it's I get it and it's scary and like it's definitely this guy yeah I it's
1: one of those things where it's like you really hope if you were ever in a situation like that you would do the right thing but I it's like I understand like sometimes the right thing it's not the popular thing no and but it's like you know hopefully you have that strength in those moments to do what's right not what's popular Joy also says that Cassie's suit inspired her to speak up publicly. And for those that are always like, oh, everyone's piling on. Yep. Like, again, it's so hard to come forward. And it just, yeah. it gives you strength to know you're not alone. Like, nobody wants exactly. to be alone. And like, yeah. it, of course people are going to come forward because it's like, oh my God, I didn't experience this myself. Like, any kind of abuse right. is so isolating. And it's like these I know. women, like the amount of strength you have to have Number one, to even just come to terms with what happened to you because there's always Mm -hmm. so much like self-blame. Why didn't I do this? Why did I agree to this? And to come through that and then on top of that to go public about this kind of thing against Mm -hmm. a man like this. Like, you know, we're both in the comedy community out here, which unfortunately has its share of really Mm -hmm. shitty, awful men. And it's like it's hard enough for people to come forward when a guy in the comedy community does something and they're like, Z-level celebrities, Nobody. if that. They're yeah. literally nobodies. Yeah. They think they're somebodies. They're not. But to have somebody like Diddy, who is a household name, like that's, mm-hmm. you need so much inner strength. And so yeah. I'm just, I'm glad that uh, she didn't have to, but I'm glad Cassie came forward and I'm glad she opened this door Same. for people like Joy. Um, in a statement that Joy released regarding her lawsuit, she said, for 32 years, the only people I've been able to confide in were my close friends and therapists. I'm feeling as if the darkness has been lifted and I can freely move forward in achieving my full potential. Now, shockingly to nobody, Diddy and his team deny these new allegations, especially in light of the timing. His representative responded to the lawsuit with a statement that says, Mr. Combs never assaulted her and she implicates companies that did not exist. This is purely a money grab and nothing more.
0: hmm So, Arisha, these are obviously very disturbing charges against him i think our thoughts are pretty clear do you have any final thoughts about this um 50 cent has said some things
1: about diddy that i feel like the one thing about 50 is that he doesn't play like he doesn't he doesn't he's not scared of anybody Mm -mm. and i just and it's one of those things where it's like i don't need somebody else to tell me like yes this is true or this isn't true i just feel like people know about these things and now that the floodgates are open, I don't mm-hmm. think this is the last we're going to hear about it. And no. honestly, like I said earlier, this man should be behind bars. Agree. And it sucks in terms of criminal, like there can't be criminal charges, but maybe there's something more recent that there can be criminal charges because he is a horrible person that does not deserve to be walking free in this country. Yeah. Or any country. I mean,
0: we can stop giving this man money. Yeah. Stop buying his yeah. stupid clothes. Stop listening to his music. Does he even make music anymore? I honestly don't know, but he's probably produces shit, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm sure he does. But you know, it's, I do believe this. I mean, I'm sure there will be more. He, you know, if these are true, he's obviously a terrible piece of shit. And I can't imagine that this only happened to three people. And you're right, floodgates no. do open because it takes somebody else being the brave one to step forward to be like, okay, maybe I can come forward too. And yeah. people are like, oh, well, they just want clout. They just want this. They just want that. You don't understand how hard it is for someone to come out publicly and get harassed by idiots on the internet. Yes. yes. It's like, that, it's not something that's fun for people to do. So, yeah. you know, and just...
1: Yeah. And here's the thing. If he is blowing up people's cars because they were with a girl that he's raping that's like, that's so extreme. You know there's other Mm -hmm. stuff that's happened before. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, if you use your brain, Mm -hmm. you know that these victims are telling the truth. So, use your brain.
0: Yeah, use your brain. From Wondery, (sighs) I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
0: If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. You can follow us on socials at Brooke Sifrin and at Arisha Skidmore-Williams. We love connecting with you. And we're also now on video. You can watch our full episodes on YouTube on the Wondery channel. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hey, listeners, it's Will Arnett. Our podcast, Smartless, has crossed a milestone that seemed unfathomable when we started nearly four years ago, as we've just released our two. 100th episode. Join us as we welcome the dynamic duo of hilarity, Steve Martin and Martin Short. You've seen them on screen together in The Three Amigos, Father of the Bride 1 and 2, and most recently, and Only Murders in the Building. Both are comedic geniuses in their own right, but together they are always electric. And this episode of Smartless is no exception. I don't know if I've laughed more in a single episode than this one. We discuss their career arcs both separately and as a comedy team, how they met, who is more difficult to work with, and what motivates them today. Is Steve a better banjo player than Marty as a singer? Find out on this bye Centennial episode of Smartless. Follow Smartless in the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Plus, you get to hear Sean cry. What a loser!